Hello, everyone. Welcome to Echo of the Force, a Star Wars podcast channel. My name is Randy Ziegler, and today in this first episode, we're pretty much going to be talking about what Disney is doing with the new Star Wars history, pretty much. And some of my insights and opinion, because as a Star Wars fan, I believe that we have our own opinions and we should be allowed to express ourselves in many different ways. And that's the greatest thing about Star Wars, because each fan can have their own ways and own opinion and pretty much never be wrong in certain ways. So to start with, I'm going to start with the new sequel trilogy, what Disney did. So, pretty much The Force Awakens, when I first saw the trailer for it, the teaser trailer, it looked interesting. Very interesting. It treated me in a way where it's like, oh my god, like this looks good. We could see some of the original classic characters back, Han, Leia, Luke, and everything. And it got me more hyped because J.J. Abrams is on it as directing. Now, what made me so excited about that is what he did with Star Trek. It was phenomenal. It's like he pretty much changed it a bit, made it his own way of Star Trek, pretty much did his own, took some things from original content to his own content, and I was never a big Star Trek fan. Like, I tried watching it, like, I think I got through a couple episodes of Next Generation, I think that was the only one that kind of, in a way, intrigued me in a way, but that film, how he did it, the creativity coming up with his own ideas, and pretty much kind of made his own Star Trek in a way, which really was awesome. I loved it. I loved the first two movies he did, Star Trek and the Darkness. They were great. So I'm thinking, man, if he can do well with Star Trek, he can do amazing with Star Wars. So when it came out and I watched it, it kind of threw me off because to me it was like a retro remake. Now I know a lot of the, there's different fans out there that are like what Disney's doing and then there's some fans that are like kind of against it. But the reason why I'm kind of against it is because it's pretty much like in a way George Lucas said. It's like a retro rehash of a new hope. Just a little tweaks and here and there kind of, you know, like a a new a new hope 2.0. And it kind of threw me because I wanted J.J. Abrams to come up with his creativity, his 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 own story on Star Wars, maybe take some from Expanding Universe, which I want to get into later, how it's now called Legends, because there's so much great material in that that made Star Wars survive. Because after like Return of the Jedi and like all the other movies, if it wasn't for those novels and 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 video games, Star Wars would Star Wars would not be a franchise. It just it just wouldn't. So, I'm just going to get to the part now about Force Awakens and then move into what you call Expanding Universe, which I still call it, but now it's called Legends. So, with Force Awakens, it kind of threw me off because of that. It was a rehash. I seen some certain similarities in movie in the two, in the two movies, and it kind of threw me off. I was... The characters' development was good. I don't mind the characters, but like the whole Rey thing of how... They kind of, to me, they just kind of rushed it. Like, it was just, like, bam, this girl is, like, strong. Bam, like, she touches a lightsaber. Boom, she's getting flashbacks. Bam, you know, she's starting to get some force powers, like, when she's tied up and doing, like, you know, like, the force, like, mind trick, you know, the Jedi mind trick and everything with the Stormtrooper. I was kind of like, okay, how the hell is this girl learning all this? Like, she just 
a random new character just got thrown into this crazy plot that's been going on with the universe and she doesn't know anything what the hell's going on so it, it kind of didn't develop the character like where it's like with luke skywalker from a new hope it's like he was like oh my i heard my jedi was a jedi knight and blah 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 and he fought in the clone wars and he was just like you know some other guy but obi-wan's like no he was a a fighter he was a starfighter he was an amazing star pilot and he didn't know that so like it kind of developed his character a bit like luke's character becoming a jedi like gradually and then he gets better in empire strikes back and then he becomes even better in return of the jedi like you know what i mean like it's it's a developing process in star wars like you know what i mean and that's the thing that threw me off with with fourth awakens was that and then plus the lightsaber battles i'm sorry i'm i gotta say this but it looked like Two friends of mine going into Walmart and playing with lightsaber, like plastic lightsabers, and battling each other. People can hate on the prequels all they want, but the time and effort that they put into the lightsaber battles is amazing. Like the actors went into hardcore training. Hayden Christensen is ridiculous training for that, and he did an amazing job. Same with Ewan McGregor, amazing job. Even Ray Parker as Darth Maul. Those characters put a lot of training into that. And Ray Parker always already had great training in general. He just upgraded more. So, like, I like the prequels in a way. Like, if I had to order to watch them to, like, that I like it, it would be three, two, and one. One is not just because of Jar Jar Banks. I just found it really slow and dull until it got, like, to the mid, mid, like, act of the movie where it started picking up a bit. But, yeah. But... In my opinion, I just think like the new movies, they just rushed it. I found like like they were just like saying, hey, you know, everyone likes the classic characters. So let's just bring that back and just rehash everything and just do a little tweaks here and there. Make it like a 2.0 or something like that. And it to me, like, I didn't like it. So that was like when I saw that Force Awakens, I was really displeased. I was like, what is this? This is not what i'm looking for this is not what i wanted another giant humongous death star on steroids like come on you couldn't come up with a different idea a different concept just another giant death star and call it star killer base like come on so that's what displeased me with force awakens now moving on then they came out with rogue one now that's my favorite disney one out of all Disney's doing Star Wars Rogue One, is because the director took a little caption from, you know, the classic title roll-up in every Star Wars movie, which when you watch the number four, it explains that. Literally, it took that little sentence and he made it into a whole story and that how perfectly connected with A New Hope. And we all admit, <laughs> excuse my language, but some people are a little hecky about language on podcasts but i don't care but when i saw darth vader at the end of that movie ignite his lightsaber well first heard his breathing and then ignite his i had an orgasm because i was like oh my god we're actually gonna see darth vader how he actually is how explain how dark he was how pretty much bad as heck he was in the comics, the novelizations of Expanding Universe, everything. We never got to see that on film. It was like really quick and easy. It's just here he is, boom, boom, boom. This is like this big bad guy in the universe, this bad Sith Lord. 
But seeing how he was at the end of that, it just treated me even more into this movie because I'm just like, this is a whole new Star Wars movie. This director literally did his own Star Wars movie. Never took like copied other movies or other Star Wars movies. It made it like, like my God, it was great. Like I love that movie. So that that kind of hold me on to Disney Star Wars in a way. So then I hear they're coming out with Ryan Johnson's directing episode eight. I don't know who he is. Never heard of the director before. So I was kind of like, man, maybe this guy may have some creativity to it and change it up a bit. You know, I give this guy a chance. Why the heck not, right? So I start seeing the teasy trailers of episode eight. I see Luke's in it finally. That was the other thing that drove me nuts. You just see Luke at the end and he's just like, you know, looking at her and just goes, oh, okay. Like, who the hell are you? And you brought my lightsaber? Oh, okay. So, I'm sitting here, like, watching the teaser trail. I'm like, oh, this might look legit. Like, it looks a lot different. It doesn't have any similarities in a way. Okay. So, I start watching it, you know. And then it finally comes out. I'm watching it. And I'm thinking, what is going on? Because the reason why I'm saying that is because it's, it's a movie that's jumping all over the place. There's no conflict, like, conflict time of, like, literally taking the time to introduce the conflict, like taking its time, like, like showing you what's happening and, and getting depth with the characters more. And, and it's just, to me, it was like all over the place. Like they leave the planet at the end of force awakens. They're all evacuating. Boom. This big, huge, like they're chasing them, blowing all their ships up, blah, blah, blah. And then they got these bombers that are slow as hell. These giant bombers. I'm like, what? Like, seriously? Like they tell me they don't have anything better. Like, welcome to the classic bombers. I think it was the Y-Wing, I believe it was called. And there were, like, bombers and stuff. So I'm sitting there watching this movie. I'm like, oh, my God. And they jump from that to Finn dipping to some casino planet and try to find this car guy. They see him, and then, boom, they get caught or something. And it's just, like, another whole scenario thing. Blah, 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 blah. And then jumps to Ray with Luke. And then Luke is, like, this old grouchy old man hermit jedi like i'm just like what's with this guy and he's just complaining like you know like the jedi have to die the jedi are wrong blah 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 and all this and i'm just like okay what's going on with luke man like i'm not liking this luke like he's just he's really put like bringing me down he's making me like like really bored with him like like what's going on so she's trying to convince him to go with him, and then he finds out about Han and what Kylo did. You know, he's kind of like this, and you know, she's trying to convince him to train him, and like to train her. Sorry, and like he's just like, no, no, I'm not doing it. And then he finally, like, I guess his little like the Grinch, a little heart starts pumping in his chest, and he's like, oh, and I have like a conscience now. I guess, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever, I'd be nice. So he starts training her. In this movie, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to see some crazy, like, Jedi training. But no, it's not. It's like, he's, like, talking in this, like, v- like voice. This, like, kinky voice, like, touch the ground, feel the force. Let it go through your body. That's it, Ray. Control it. Yes, yes. And I'm just like, okay, that's, that's kind of creepy. You know, like, his little smart remarks were okay, like, kind of got me going. But the whole, the one thing that threw me off too, sorry, just throw off topic, was the milking of the alien cow. What, what, what is that? And how he looked 
at Ray when he's drinking the milk. Like, yeah, you know, you look at that. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm just like, was that necessary? Like, that's just kind of creepy. But, you know, that's just me. But later on in the movie, and later on in the movie, after all that starts happening, and, you know, and I'm watching it, I'm just getting more bored with it. And then they kind of like, they, Luke's not even going where he's like, no, I'm not going to go with you. Blah, 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 blah. This and this and this and this. Nope, nope, nope. And then he's talking about like, I like how they did the connection with the prequels. Like he explained what Darth Sidious, AKA the emperor did, blah, blah, blah. It's kind of cool that he brought the prequels in, you know, like I, I like that connection wise. And then, you know, you see some mysterious books in there and like, it's, they don't really get into that too much. It's like they're throwing all these little these little key things to make the fans just go crazy even more. It's just like, dude, tell me what the heck that is. Like, tell me now. So, like, it's just, to me, it was all over the place. And then afterwards, you know, she goes into that cave thing where it's like she feels dark and, and everything. And um, uh, she's, you know, she wants to find out who her parents are. And everything. So she tries to figure out where her parents ends up going nowhere, which sucks because, like, you're like, oh, come on. And then Kylo Ren, she's having a thing with Kylo Ren. They're doing this, like, touchy touchy feeling. He comes out shirtless. It's like, okay, whatever. And Luke walks in. He's like, no. And he just destroys it. And they get in a big fight, like, fight and, and everything. And they're just, like, you know, all over the place. So, in short story, you know, boom, they go to this planet. It's like out of sand. It's like a hoth remake battle whatever you call it with these steroid ATTs so I'm thinking like okay this is it's this is going nowhere for me and then I'm like where the heck is Luke man like I want to see Luke and Kylo go at it I want to see some crazy lightsaber I don't care if you have to make Mark Hamill CGI just to show me a wicked like I want to see Luke fight man like I want to see Luke fight and Literally, I wait to the end of this movie, and he's finally there, and he does, like, the little brush shoulder thing. I'm like, okay, he's, he's being funny. That's fine. And I'm thinking, like, okay, now they're going to battle it out. Like, they're going to, like, you know, get serious. And it was just, like, a quick battle and blah, 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 and he was, like, force projecting, which was sick. I was like, man, that's amazing. Like, holy crap, that's a cool force power. And then the guy dies. I waited from episode seven... To now eight to see this guy in action and he's dead, which everyone thinks he is. I don't know. He might come back. I, I don't know what what's going on, but he's dead. I'm thinking like, are you kidding me? I'm waiting for this guy. Like, let's see Luke Skywalker. I want to see him just you know do some crazy force powers and stuff. Like when you read the expanding universe novelization stuff of the Legends material, it is phenomenal what he does in those books. You got to read all that stuff. So I'm sitting there like, what's going on? Like, I see one cool force power and the guy dies. It's like he's drained from it. I'm like, are you kidding me? So I'm sitting there. I'm like, all right, whatever, Disney. Okay, thanks. You just really ruined everything. So then, you know, episode ends, blah, blah, blah. And they see this little boy and everything. So that's it for episode eight. Episode eight. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So there's a big, huge backlash. So then they start saying about Han Solo movie, how horrible it was. Well, to me, if I thought about it, it's, it's an okay movie. But if I had to choose, I'd rather watch Han Solo, like the, the Solo Story movie over The Last Jedi. I'm sorry. it's That's a true fact with me. Because Solo is kind of, eh. It's like, to me, it was like, I can deal with it and watch it and not complain about it. Episode 8, I can. It's just, I don't know. I don't know what Disney's going with this. And, and, and everything. So then, I'm waiting for Episode 9... 
you know, material. I follow a couple guys on YouTube, Mike Zero. You know, I don't know where he gets his information from, but if it's legit, wicked, what's going on? But I don't know. And then there's uh, Star Wars Explained. That's a good YouTube channel. And my favorite one is Star Wars Theory. I'll get to talk to him about him later, but he's one of my favorites, and I'd like to shout out to him right now. And amazing job with the Vader story. I'm, I'm literally waiting for the Vader Episode 2 one. I can't wait. Like I'm just like, yes! I want to see what this guy is up to now. I want to see what he's going to do with it. So I'm hot. I'm like excited. So, because I love Vader. I'm a big Vader fan too. Vader's like my favorite. So moving on. Uh, so I, find, I just call it, I think it was like last month or a couple of weeks ago, they came out with the Episode 9 reveal. Which is, uh, I think it's called the rise of the sky, rise of of Skywalker or Skywalkers or something like that. So I'm like, oh, that's an interesting title. Like, what's going to happen? Are they going to finally make Rey a Skywalker? Because that'd be the bomb. To me, that'd be like really cool if that's Luke's daughter. Because that'd be amazing, amazing. But I've been hearing theories like, oh, she's like a clone that Emperor Palpatine did. Or she's just a nobody. She's just some forced child that was dropped off on Jakku. I'm like, come on, people. Like, don't do that. Because that would be really stupid. Make her like Luke. Make Luke think that this child never exists. Like this woman buried this child or never even buried it and just had a like miscarriage or something. Make him think that. Make him literally think that. And then all of a sudden, something he finds out through the Force. As, like, say he's a Force ghost. Like, you know, Obi-Wan tells him, that is your daughter. Remember so-and-so? Well, you think she didn't have to be? Well, she did. She she died in in childbirth, similar to your mother. Make it something like that. Make it, who cares if it's a copycat of that? I just want Rey as a bloody Skywalker, man. It makes it be wicked. Not some nobody like freaking Kylo Ren. And I can't stand Kylo Ren. I like the actor, Adam Driver. I'm not hating on Adam Driver. It's not his fault who wrote the character. I just don't like Kylo Ren. And I'm giving you guys a tip right now is to read the novelization of the original, like, what Kylo Ren name was. It wasn't Ben in the Legends material. Ben was Luke's son's name. The Ben in this movie is actually Jaken, who turns into Darth Cadus. Now, Darth Cadus... His story is that's what they should have used in this movie. Maybe tweak, tweak it up a bit because Darth Cadus' story is like so much darker than Anakin's and what he, he does in that universe. And you guys got to literally read that material because you will see what I mean that they should have used some of that material into episode 7, 8, 9. Because, man, that material is like perfectly written. Perfectly written. So moving on. Because to me, I'm sorry, Kylo Ren is like a de- desperate, like, not desperate, sorry, let me rephrase that, depressed emo, I don't know, Jedi with daddy issues. That's all I can say, sorry. That's me on Kylo Ren. Hope he gets a little bit better in episode 9, hopefully. But, uh, but yeah, moving on. But, like, I hope some good stuff. Palpatine might be back in episode 9, which is kind of giving me more hopes with this episode 9. And how Hayden Christensen is doing something. Like, I hope he acts, man. Don't make him do a voiceover like Ewan McGregor. Put these guys in the movie, man. They deserve to be in the movie. Put them in. I'll pay money to see that. Hayden Christensen, Obi-Wan. Man, even put Samuel L. Jackson in the damn movie. 
come on, that guy is my favorite too. Frig Mace Windu, like, come on. But like, you know, like I'm curious to how they're going to end it. I really am. I hope they end it really good. And, you know, I'm trying to give JJ another chance with it. I hope he get more creative, not trying to take from other movies and just get his creativity back like how he did with Star Trek. Because right now, like, what Disney's doing, it's... I'm not really liking it right now, man. I'm not. They should have took some material from Legends, at least. And maybe get the directors to come up with their own story plot. To kind of connect it in a way with all, like, the movies. Because it's all about the Skywalkers, right? From episode one to nine. All nine movies, man. It's all about them. Gotta make them connect somehow. But, you know what I mean? Like, they gotta they gotta figure out something with this. They do. They do. So, like, I told you guys my opinions with the with the movies and, and everything. And, you know, I could take criticism. It's, you know, it's everyday life in the Star Wars entertainment uh, lifestyle when you're a Star Wars fan. You know, people disagree with you. People don't. But, you know, I can take, I can take the heat. But I'm just giving you my own opinion. But, like... Moving from that, I like the Expanding Universe material. I read a lot of the books from that. I grew up with that. And the story of these authors that got approved from George Lucas himself of how they like connected is just is magnificent. They did a really good job. Amazing job. Shadows of the Empire, you know, the you know, the um the, I think one's like the Jedi Knight series or the, the the New Republic series or whatever they call it. There's so many books out there. I sorry I can't remember them all by heart. It's been a while since I read them, but though like all those ones like that are after Return of the Jedi. Even some of the Clone Wars material, man. Like the Clone Wars material is really good. I lo- like sorry to say like if I had to choose an era, the Galactic Empire, or the, the the Galactic Republic, I have to say the Republic, man. A lot of the material and the history comics novelizations even the the ps2 video game how they did it right after episode two the clone wars game fair remembers that like it was amazing man like some of the battles and like what caused the conflicts in that war it treated me more than the the rebels versus the galactic empire it's that treated me more than anything but i love the clone wars era i love that era it's one of my favorites i really love it and, like, you know what I mean? Like, you guys have to really do research on the expanding universe, which is called Legend Material. You got it. Trust me. If you read read all those books, or even the ones that are taking place between Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, or between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, or even after Return of the Jedi, read all those books. Because then you can see what Disney's done with their movies and the difference of what the expanding universe, which is Legends Material, which... You would, I think you would all agree you would love to see in the movies that half of that stuff and that because it is amazing. Like, it's amazing material, and I can brag about all I want. Like, to me, that's well written to me. Now, when it comes to video games, you know, everyone hated Battlefront that EA made, Battlefront 1 and 2. Okay. And I, I kind of, I own both of them. I don't play them as much now, but the thing is with with the battlefront and battlefront 2 they kind of as much as they wanted to build their new game which you know i like i said i like people that have creativity and and everything but with a video game you should at least bring back some of the classic battle battlefront 2 from 
I forget the company that made it now, but take some of the game modes from that, put in that, you know, make a story campaign because you know what if it's a shooter you have to have a campaign and it shows i'm sorry black ops 4 no campaign just online it shows a lot of people were displeased with that people only pay an 89.99 or 79.99 dollar wherever you live game they want a lot of material with that game they want campaign they want on like online modes and stuff to play with people they got to treat that game when you just do a game which, which is just a classic story game and that's it, and you want someone to pay 79 or 89 whatever it costs in your country, that mo- that that video game, they're, they're like, yo, man, I'm wasting money on that. I'm going to beat that. And then the trade-in value is garbage. You can probably get like 15, 20 bucks for half of these games. And it's sad. It's true. Like if, so, if, if EA came to me and literally said, okay, I listen to your podcast – I hear your ideas and, you know, you want to switch it up. Tell us what you would do with a video game. So, I'll pitch you a video game right now. Make a video game that is open world Star Wars. And what I mean by open world is similar to, like, a lot of games. Just Cause is a good one. Um, uh, what else there is? There's so many open world games out there. Like, uh, Elder Squirrel. Like, there's so many of these games that are open world that take that concept and you know what i love to see in, in a star wars game i know a lot of people may not like these games but dynasty wars style like a hack and slash like imagine mixing all that material where you make your own character in a certain star wars timeline from the clone war era to the galactic empire era you know any of those eras you develop your character and you can choose to become a Sith or a Jedi. Similar to like Knights of the Old Republic, right? But more of a like gameplay of like a dynasty store style. Because some people just want to get out there and just get that lightsaber and do some crazy combos like Force Unleashed style. Like take that type of gameplay style where you upgrade, you know, your guy's force powers and then change it and everything. And it just continues and continues and continues. There's no ending in this game. It's open world. And you get so much DLC content for it. And remember, people hate games that where you have to pay, oh, look, I pay a season pass for 30, 40 bucks. I don't want a season pass too. No, 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 no. Now you're just milking my money into this now. I don't like that. I'm sorry. I'm here to enjoy a game, not here to milk the bloody heck out of it. So, like, if they make a concept of a game like that, I think that would be wicked. I don't know what you guys think. Let me know. But I think I'll love to see a game like that. All those different genres, all those different type of games you played before into one giant open world Star Wars game. Like we all seen the trailer for uh, Star Wars The Fallen Jedi or The Fallen Jedi Order or whatever it's called. You know what? That game looks good. I might get it, but I'm not spending $70.99. I'm from Canada. I'm not dropping $79 for just a normal single player campaign mode like Force Unleashed where you got to give me more info. Like, what are you doing with it? Like, is there going to be DLCs for it to continue the story? Or is it just going to be like really short game where you get a couple little little mini missions like they did with Force Force Unleashed 2 where you get like the, the, the Hoth and the Endor. I think that was two or one. I can't remember. But you get those little things here and there. But come on. Like, you got you to gotta treat me more, man. 
like Tree more. Like Battlefront 2, like they just added supremacy. I played it. You know what? Kind of got me back in the game a bit. I kind of like, hey, I like it. It's different. It's like a war. To me, it's like a war Star Wars game that I wanted. They should have made Geonosis a bigger battle. Like they shown in like the PS2 Clone Wars game and Battlefront 2, the classic. They should have done that. It'll treat me more. Add more characters. Like, why am I going to... Like, these, these characters in Battlefront 2, just to get, like, Darth Vader or Kylo Ren, it's a lot of money, man. Like, they should just do it where it's like the classic where, say, you get three straight kills or four straight kills. Okay, boom, choose your hero you want to choose. Why should I have to sit there and play a whole game and literally get, like, 10, 12, 13 kills, zero deaths to add that money up, right? And I get a wicked hero character. It's like, are you serious? You think, like, man, I, my whole life is not playing video games. I'm not a professional game gamer, man. I want to enjoy my game. Like, I might die, like, five freaking times and kill maybe <laughs> four or three or, like, you know, you never know. I'm not going to be 17 and zero. Like, come on. It's, <laughs> I'm not that great, but you know what I mean. And there's not a lot of players like that. So they got to think like that. In the gaming world of Star Wars, like people are not going to sit there and play a game and be like, dude, I have to literally get this many kills to pay this much money for a freaking character. Are you kidding me right now? And, that, and that's what I'm saying. So that's the thing with the video games with Star Wars. Like, if you, if, I like to shout out to people that are going to subscribe to this channel and everything. I like to hear you like, comment on some stuff that you want, which video games you want me to talk about from the past to present. Like, give me insight of what's your favorite game as a Star Wars as a kid, you know? Like, give me your insight on the Disney, what they're doing with Star Wars. Because it's a mixed mix fan base with that. There's some people that actually like the Disney movies. There's some people that enjoy it. There's some people that don't. But you can't hate. Like, I don't care. They like the movie. Go ahead. Hey, they're supporting Star Wars. I don't care at the end of the day. But, yeah. But now moving on to um, a YouTube channel that I really, really like, and he does really great work, is uh, Star Wars Theory. This guy is amazing. I like to shout out to him. I'm a big fan. I follow him on Instagram and, and, and everything. And this guy, what he it literally shows that a simple fan can literally go out and know what other fans want to see. We've been dying to see a Vader movie or someone do a really good Vader fan film. And show how Vader actually is. Like from the comics to Legends material to Disney's canon material. We want to see this bad Sith guy that really everyone's afraid of in the universe. Because when you see him in the movie, he doesn't get that much movie time. It's like boom, 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 that's it. A couple of lightsaber battles, boom, that's it. You know, we don't get to see him develop as a character. We don't know how, what he went through after episode three. Like he to me, I think he went through a really emotional roller coaster, man. He probably had a little bit of good and a lot of evil too. You know? He tried to save his wife from childbirth. You know? He literally was like, she's giving birth to these kids and he gets a vision that she's gonna die. And he loved her. Heroes fall too. And you know, like I love like I love to see a movie like that. And this guy brought that. He showed the emotional side, the anger side. The violent side in episode one, and it treated me. And it got made me mad and upset that Disney wanted him to take this off. This is this is what George Lucas wanted. He wanted fans to 
appreciate his work and do whatever they want. They did Star Wars fan films for years. Fan awards and everything. Like, they love that. George Lucas didn't go after him and say, oh, we're going to take you down. We're going to do ads on it. And, you know, like, I'm thinking, like, what is going, Disney, what are you doing? Like, let this guy share his love for a franchise that he loved since he was a kid. And he did a really good job, and he put his own money into it. He wasn't getting money back. You know, like, this guy did a really great job. How he came up with the story comes that, you know, like, it might not be canon, but he made his own version of it. But, like, he did a really good job. And I I freaking applaud the, I applaud the guy, man. I clap for him. Like, he did an amazing job. I can't wait to see episode two, man. And apparently he's bringing back Mace Windu and and everything. And I, I, I'm, like, I'm just, like, freaking out. I'm like, man, come on, hurry make that film. Make it. I want to see it. I'm like cussing. I'm like, y'all, come on. I know it takes time. You know, he's he's making it out of his own money. It takes time for that. He wants to make it right. You know, I don't blame him for that. He's taking his time. He wants to make it perfect. And you know what? I have total respect for that guy, what he's done. I like to holler at him too. You know, Star Wars Theory, you know, what's up? This is Echo, Echo of the Force, you know, podcast channel. I hope you listen and I'd be really appreciated if you did. And there's other YouTube channels that I follow too. Is uh, Star Wars Explained? He's really good. I watch some of his material. He does really good work too, as well. Mike Zero as well. I'd like to shout out to Mike Zero. And uh, I don't, you know, he the way he comes up with like I don't know if it's like his theories of what Episode Nine or it's actual material or how he gets it, but he 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 digs into it though. And you know, if it's right, it's right. It's not then whatever. But you know, he does a really good job. Really good job. Any Star Wars channel. Any Star Wars channel out there from YouTube to podcasts to Facebook fan pages. You know, they've done, they really love this franchise. And you know what? That's a lot of love. A lot of love for a movie. It's like a religion, man. If you think of it, it's literally like a religion. But, you know, I just appreciate you guys listening to this podcast. I really do. And, you know, I'm going to be coming out with more episodes. And,. Give me some insights of like, you know, what you want to talk about in Star Wars. It can be anything. You know, this episode was just talking about like how Disney's changing Star Wars history, like how they're they want to make their own um expanding universe material and you know with the movies and everything too, with video games from comics to novelizations. I want to start reading some of the new canon my comics. Kind of fell behind. But I've been watching a lot of people talk about from Star Wars Explained and Star Wars Theory. They really get me more information in depth about the comics. So far, I like the Vader series, which is really good. You know? And uh, I'm going to start reading more into that. But, you know, for now, um, this was just an intro episode of pretty much my insight on what's going on in Star Wars now. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. And I'll be coming out with more stuff down the road. And you never know. Next episode, I think I'm more going to talk about the expanding universe. I think I'm really going to be key on that for my episode two. So that's going to be long for sure. And uh, yeah, so may the force be with you. And thanks for listening. Have a great day.